I'm Erica Simone, psychology graduate and feminine dating and relationship coach. This podcast is for women who desire to heal trauma and blocks to love, reconnect to their feminine energy, and experience deep love with men and the masculine. If you're desiring to love and be loved more than ever before, then you're in the right place. Get ready to tune into some honest takes on this journey we call love and life. Hello and welcome to the Magnetic Feminine Podcast. I'm your host, Erica Simone, and I am so excited that you are here. So if you're new here, I'm Erica, and I am a trauma-informed love and relationship coach, and I help women heal trauma so they can soften into their feminine energy and create deep love with the masculine. So what that basically means is that I help you experience your dream relationship, whether you're single and trying to attract that relationship or you're already in a relationship We want it to become even more connected and juicy and everything you've dreamed of. And the process I take women through with that really involves focusing on three core things. You know, the first being healing past trauma. So this looks like healing inner child wounds, attachment things, etc. That can sometimes create self-sabotage in your love life and sometimes um, disconnect you from type type of person you want to be in your relationship or the type of man you want to attract um for example i work with a lot of women who you know maybe grew up with emotionally unavailable dads and so because they have that trauma there they are you know experiencing trauma reenactment where they are subconsciously drawn to men who are also emotionally unavailable and we'll dive more into this in a future episode of why that plays out but I just want to kind of give you an example of what that means as far as like you know going back and healing past trauma and past wounds because it definitely can affect your love life and the second portion I help women with when it comes to experiencing their dream relationship is softening into their feminine energy so feminine energy is something we're going to be talking about a lot on this podcast but for now I'll just say that if you want to attract and be with A masculine energy man, right? A man who will lead, who will cherish you, who will pursue, who is assertive, who is about his business. You have to be in your feminine energy, right? Because polarity, aka difference, creates attraction. So if you're operating in tons of masculine energy, you know, you're trying to, you know, shoot your shot and lead the way and have a lot of control and you're always in your head and all this kind of stuff, that will repel masculine energy men because they're looking for their opposite, right? So most masculine energy men, like, you know, part of masculine energy is, you know, logic and in the head and leading and, um, you know, making the first move and getting things done, etc. And so if you're a woman who's, you know, also operating that energy, there's no longer any polarity, right? And what will happen is that you may end up attracting men who are more in their feminine, men who are passive and want you to take charge and want you to lead, right? And so if you want to, you know, lean back into your feminine energy, you have to first understand what that looks like and then you have to learn how to embody that, Right. And so a lot of that looks like learning how to receive and be in touch with your emotions and attract and, um, you know, connect to your intuition, et cetera. So that's another huge part of the work I do. And then lastly, it's creating deep love with the masculine, right? And so that looks like, okay, maybe you're already in that relationship, but you're having trouble maybe communicating with your man, right? Or understanding him. And it may be because you don't understand how the masculine and masculine energy, or maybe you have unresolved trauma with the masculine in your life. So maybe like you have trauma with your dad. And now you have resentment and hatred towards men. And so now you resent men and you resent the masculine. And so there's, you know, some of that tension. And so that's a little bit of kind of like, you know, the, the core things we'll be focusing on this podcast, those, those type of topics. So um, also, if you have been in my world for a while, then you're probably like, wait, what happened to the last podcast? So before this, I had a podcast called Receiving Love. Um, but with that podcast, it was the same podcasting stream and feed as my podcast I had like years ago in college called Balance and Loved. And so when I wanted to shift and kind of start over, start fresh, I just kept the same podcast feed because I was like, oh, I don't want to, you know, create a whole new thing. 
But I realized that, you know, when you keep the same feed, it, it, it carries over the same like reviews on Apple Podcasts and all these things. And I felt like I just, I don't know, I just wanted to like start fresh because I didn't want you guys to like be on my podcast and look at a review that's like, oh, I loved episode three. And it's from years ago. And you're like, wait, this episode three? And, you know, just kind of a lot of confusion. And so I was like, you know what, let me just create a new feed. And I kind of just wanted a fresh start. Um, not only just because of the logistics of like, you know, not wanting old reviews for episodes that are not published anymore, but also I feel like my like voice and like the direction I want to go has shifted a little bit. When I initially, um, you know, became a coach and, you know, had my podcast receiving love, I felt like I needed to be super like, I don't know, serious and like psychological based and just like, I don't know, like have all this strategy and like, I just feel like I wasn't able to really connect with you guys. Um, because I was thinking of like, I don't know, I just, yeah. <laughs> and like, I still like, we're going to talk about psychology and things like that. But I kind of want this podcast to be more like girl talk and fun and like, you know, giving my hot takes and sharing my opinion and, you know, looking at societal things and historical backgrounds and like, not just like such a scientific psychology, like strict, like, you know, almost like feeling like therapy. Like I didn't, I didn't want to do that. You know, there's plenty of other therapy podcast you can listen to if you're looking for just straight up therapy but now while I will be talking about you know the psychology behind things and have a very trauma-informed perspective I also want to just share my opinion and my hot takes that may not be so popular with society like when it comes to you know traditional roles between men and women and other things like that that I support um and I also am going to be incorporating my Christian faith into the podcast um and so you don't have to be a Christian to listen but I will be you know infusing everything I teach well everything I teach and believe you know has a you know, faith background. Um, and so that will be infused a little bit. So yeah, I just wanted to kind of give that disclaimer in case you're like, wait, what happened to receiving love? Or maybe you're totally new and you have no idea what I'm talking about. So you can just, you know, skip over this part. But yeah, I'm so excited that you're here and I'm excited to kind of get back into podcasting. I feel like I really thrive when I'm able to talk to you guys. Um, I've tried different forms of like content creation. I've tried, you know, just trying to do written posts on Instagram. I've tried to do YouTube. And I feel like podcast is where I can really thrive. Um, now, with that being said, I will, like, I for some episodes going forward, I want to record um, so I can have, like, clips for TikTok and Instagram. So make sure you follow me over at TikTok and Instagram at Erica Simone underscore so that you can kind of see podcast clips and join the party over there. And on my Instagram stories also where I'll be, you know, sharing, like, question boxes that, you know, I'll answer on the podcast and you can just have a more, like, interactive um, component to the podcast and really contribute. So if that's something that you so desire. So uh, for this first episode, I kind of want to share a little bit of my story. Uh, I feel like that's kind of protocol for when you have a first podcast episode. But I want to give a disclaimer that um, I don't, I don't know, I don't like the idea of like, I feel like sometimes there's so much pressure when it's like, oh, what's your story? Because it can feel like, well, does my story matter? Or like, well, what if I'm in the middle of my story, not the end? So like, is it still valid? You know, like, Maybe you're on a healing journey, but you feel like you're not all the way there. So you'd feel like you can't speak on anything you've learned about healing because you're not fully healed or you still get triggered. Or maybe you've learned a lot about dating and relationships, but you're still single like me. And so you feel like you're not, you know, validated to speak on relationships and dating, which is something I've had to work through personally, right? Or maybe you are trying to learn more about how to embody your feminine energy, but feel like there's still areas that you're, you know, still want to work on, but you feel like, oh, I can't speak on it at all. And I want to say no to that okay like you are allowed to speak on what you've experienced so far and no one can take that away from you right and you don't have to be a know-it-all and be 100% where you want to be to be validated in the area of your life 
right? Like maybe you're on a fitness journey and you're not fully, you haven't fully lost all the weight you want to lose. But that doesn't mean you can't speak on what you've learned so far or you can't share progress pictures so far, right? And so I kind of want to just break that narrative because for me, as someone who talks a lot about relationships and dating and love in the past, I've struggled to really, I guess, like, I don't know, I guess to be honest with you guys and connect authentically because I feel like I had to have this like certain image and like, oh, like, I don't want people to know I'm still single because I don't want that to be looked upon as like, oh, I'm doing something wrong. So don't listen to her. You know, like, I'm like, that is not it. You know, if anything, I think being single can be really empowering because it can show that like, you're not willing to settle and that you have strong boundaries and you know what you want. So yeah, maybe that means you say no to certain people, but it also means that you're leaving room for your dream person to come in. Right. Um, so yeah, I just want to give that little disclaimer out the way because I feel like I have struggled to be honest with you guys and really open up because I feel like I need to have a certain image and, oh, like my story's not complete yet. So let me just not say anything. And I'm like, no, we're not doing that anymore. Okay. So <laughs> with that being said, I'm Erica Simone. Um, I am a 24, at the time that I'm recording this, which is March 12th, 2023. Um, I am a 24, 24 year old living in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, I have a degree in psychology from the University of Georgia, go dogs, two times back-to-back national championships, national champions. I'm like so proud of that. Um, yeah, I have a degree in psychology with a minor in sociology. And initially I got into psychology because I've always loved understanding people and human behavior. I've always wanted to know, okay, why do people do the things they do? Um, why are some marriages happy and some are not? Why are some families thriving and why are some and why are some really dysfunctional? And I see so many jokes on like Twitter and TikTok about how psychology majors like <laughs> are like crazy or all have like trauma. And I'm like, yeah, basically. Um, because yeah, something I'll share a little bit more is that um for me growing up, my parents got divorced when I was three years old, so I never saw them together. Um, and so for my mom, I saw her in my, you know, childhood growing up be in several different relationships, have trouble with dating you know, feel unlucky with love. And from that point, it really made me curious about, hmm, like, what does it take to experience the relationship you want? Like, what what are all the pieces? Like, what are the puzzle pieces? And why does this feel so difficult for some? Why is there such a high di- uh, divorce rate? Um, why do some couples fight all the time? Or, but then why are others seem really in love and, and things are amazing? Like, what is what does it take to get this, right? Because I feel like love and relationships, it's like that thing that everybody wants, but it can feel so hard and it's like such a mystery. And so that really, you know, piqued my interest into this world of, you know, dating and everything that goes into it, the psychology behind it, the energetics behind it, like with the masculine feminine and just all the things. And then on the other hand, seeing my dad and, um, you know, his new marriage, like just seeing certain things that I was like, okay, I don't like, this is not something I would want, you know, so just maybe like arguing and things like that. Like it all just led me to be like, okay, like I need to really learn about relationships because and healthy marriages because I want to break the cycle of divorce and 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 unhealthy or unhappy unhappy marriages and so um, that also kind of piqued my interest into psychology and understanding human behavior and things like that and so um, you know going back to college um, so yeah I have a degree in psychology with a minor in sociology and right after graduating and I graduated in 2020 so I was a COVID grad um, so I felt like I didn't really have much closure but yeah so I graduated in 2020. And then right after college, I went into a master's of social work program at UGA. And my plan was to become a licensed clinical social worker and become a therapist. But after being in that program, in my study program for a semester, I was like, you know what? This is not for me. I was like, I don't even know if I want to be a therapist. And if I do, I definitely want to do a strictly like therapy um, grad program versus like a social work program, which is a little bit more general. 
And um, yeah, it's like it wasn't for me. And obviously school is very expensive and I didn't want to keep racking up debt when I wasn't really sure if this is what I wanted to do. And so me being this spontaneous person I am, <laughs> I just knew in my, in my body, in my spirit, in my soul that it was not the right fit. And so I left grad school after a semester, moved back home. And then from there, I was like, okay, well, well now what? <laughs> and so I briefly did like a job in education. And then I shifted to working at a consulting firm um, as an administrative assistant, which is what I do right now as my nine to five. Um, while And I'm also in the middle of doing a tech boot camp so I can get to tech and make more money and have even more like ability to pour back into like business and the podcast and things like that. But anyway, um, and so, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at now um, as far as like my background. But along the way, I've done several different like trainings and courses around relationships and trauma and healing um, to support me as a coach. And now I want to share a little bit more specifically about how I became a coach or like where this all kind of came from. So that was kind of more my technical background. I'm going to go more into like, you know, my background related to this work. So like I said, growing up, I didn't really have the best childhood situation. Um, you know, came from a broken home, never saw my parents together, saw my mom struggle with love, saw my, my dad in, in his new marriage and just some unhealthy patterns that I was did not want to repeat. Um, and I also, you know, wasn't that close to my siblings and just, I just experienced a lot of emotional turmoil and emotional trauma at home. Um, and so, you know, fast forward to college where everything kind of hit the fan for me. Um, so we'll kind of back up a little bit. Um, my last year of high school, I got into a relationship. This is my very first boyfriend and I met him through my high school job. I used to work at uh, a regal movie theater in my, uh, my neighborhood, my area. And, uh, that was where I met my first boyfriend and little old me. Um, I went to a private school growing up and I'm um, was predominantly white, white. Um, and so I feel like I did not really receive that much attention from the men there because I feel like a lot of, you know, white guys, especially at that time, like weren't into black girls or even if they were, their parents were not allowed, to, they were not allowed to date them. And then all the black guys we did have, which are only like a few, you know, mostly dated white girls. And so, um, and at that time, I know it's pretty awkward and, you know, all the things. So I don't even know how desirable I would have been back then anyway. <laughs> but yeah, so this is my first boyfriend. So I was ecstatic. You know, I was so in love. I was so just like, oh my God, like, this is amazing. He's everything I want. I'm going to marry this dude, like all the things. And the relationship was good, at, or at least I thought at that time, you know, I was young, naive, and just so looking for that validation and affirmation I feel like I did not receive in childhood. And so I was ecstatic at the, the idea of someone liking me romantically. So, um, you know, we're dating, things are good until I leave for college. <laughs> um, and so I graduated 20, from high school in 2016. And my first semester of college, I was at the University of Alabama, which I'm, don't talk about because I'm like, I'm not a Bama fan at all. Um, but I was there for my first semester. And towards the end of that semester, basically what happened is I came home for Thanksgiving break. Um, me and this person decided to go on, on a break. His idea, not mine. Um, but at the time, I was okay, we're, we're, we're still together. And I'm about to come back, you know, to Georgia at the end of the semester because I was like, you know, the school is not for me. I want to, And I wanted to transfer. So my plan was to transfer to KSU. Kansas State University. If you're from the Georgia area, you probably know what I'm talking about. If not, then yeah. Anyway, so um, so I'm like, okay, we're still together. Long story short, um, as soon as I came back to town, uh, he ended things with me, and I found out later that he started dating a new person a day after we broke up. Yes, a day. So, <laughs> um, so at the minimum, he was definitely there was definitely had to be some emotional cheating going on. 
And in that, and so the whole breakup, everything that happened was so heartbreaking because he was my first everything, if you know what I mean. And um, it was just so devastating. And I felt so rejected and so abandoned and so unwanted and so insecure. And it really brought up all these old past wounds I didn't even know was there you know wounds from childhood that I had no awareness of I just knew I feel so insecure I feel so broken I feel so used and like where do I go from here and at this time you know I grew up kind of you know as a Christian but I wasn't really living it out so I was kind of Christian by culture but not really by my own faith and so I was so lost and I was so broken and how does the world tell you to heal when you are going through heartbreak they say oh the best way to get over someone is to get under someone else and so that's what I did because I had no I didn't know what else to do so I transferred to KSU, I kind of got mixed up with the wrong crowd, and I, you know, started hanging around girls who were, you know, kind of promiscuous or whatever, and so I got on Tinder, and um, I started to, you know, go on dates from guys I met on Tinder. I wasn't, like, you know, having sex with them, but I was, um, you know, going on dates and just, you know, y- you know, kind of using them for the validation and, and attention. I definitely was just not healed from the past. I was just looking to fill that void, to feel loved, and to feel worthy, particularly by a man. It was a very tumultuous time. And then fast forward to being at KSU for a few months, I met another guy who became my second boyfriend. I've only had two relationships. This was my second, you know, boyfriend. And long story short, that relationship was very toxic and turmoil. And like I said, at this point, we, I was not saved. He was not saved. So it was just very crazy, very sexual. It was just a lot going on. We never had sex either, but you know, it was, it was so sexual in other ways, if you know what I mean. And yeah, it was just a wild time. <laughs> and we ended up breaking up towards the end of that year. And then the following semester, I started at UGA, transferred to the University of Georgia. And a few months after, you know, being at UGA, I went to this Christian conference that radically changed my life. And I got radically saved at that conference. Um, I really had this come to Jesus moment. And I realized just how uh, evil and broken the world is and why we need Jesus. And I had seen in my own life firsthand how, you know, broken and lost you are without him, you know. And so I gave my life to Christ and it just radically changed my life. And that was the very first step on my healing journey. And so I always want to like go back to that because yes, there's so much I've learned about healing and trauma and the nervous system and feminine energy and all these things. But first and foremost, giving my life to Jesus Christ is what changed the game for me. And it's what will change the game for you ultimately, because you can do all this inner work, but if you don't know Christ, then, you know, all that inner work is not going to have that firm foundation that it needs, which is Jesus Christ. Um, being your Lord and Savior and saving you and knowing how loved you are by God and how he loves you as a father, which is also something I had to really, you know, you know, live in because I had I had some daddy issues, some father wounding going on from, you know, my dad being emotionally unavailable and whatnot. And so long story short, um, after getting saved, I started to go on this inner journey of like, okay, I'm saved. I'm not doing these sins anymore. I'm not getting drunk. I'm not having sex and not, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, but, and so it really left room for me to really do a lot of, you know, self-reflection and be like, okay, like, why was I so drawn to these type of partners? Or I was engaging in these type of activities. Why was I getting drunk? What was I trying to escape and whatnot, right? So I started to, you know, go to therapy and learn a lot about um, childhood trauma and attachment and codependency and core wounds and all these things and how to heal, right? Um, but at the same time, I was okay, I'm a Christian. I'm doing all this inner work, but I still feel like I was having certain unhealthy patterns in my love life particularly in the kind of guys that I was attracted to where I just would end up in the little like weird situationships with, right? I've never had a full-blown relationship since being saved, but I've had a little like, oh, I like him or I thought he liked me, but he didn't or just, you know, little weird stuff like that. And so one of the biggest patterns I realized was that I kept being attracted to men who are emotionally unavailable. And I was like, why is this happening? (laughs) Um, And that took me down a long journey on YouTube where I searched, you know, why am I attracted to emotionally unavailable men? And I realized a big part of that is, 
it's not about oh you know you 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 keep attracting them like it's so random it's that you are attracted to them and that you are choosing them so that led me down so that led me down another long journey of you know understanding the psychology behind attraction and attachment styles and also trying to just understand men in general you know um and the way they fall in love and how they experience attraction and that also then led me to discover various coaches who you know coaches in the trauma space and healing and dating and relationships and all these types of things and in particular came across one coach who talks a lot about um feminine energy and i was like whoa this is a game changer this is a game changer and i was seeing a lot of stuff she was saying was working you know girls like oh i tried this you know feminine feminine embodiment school and it worked and now i have a man and all these other things and so from there i started to share about you know things i had been learning on my tiktok which is Erickson underscore. And I had a few videos that have gone viral and a few I've taken down because I feel like it just doesn't really align with like my message now, but several videos that have gone viral, you know, like some about attachment styles and sex and codependency and inner child wounds and relationships and etc. Out of just a desire to share what I had learned. And from there, you know, I get DMs about like, oh, like, are you, you know, how do you heal from this? And, you know, do you do coaching, etc. And then that led me to kind of where I'm at today, which is, you know, being a love and relationship coach um, for women and creating content online. Now, I have gone through some shifts and changes as a coach, right? Like when I first started, I felt like I was very kind of like, I don't know, stiff. And I feel like I needed to show up perfectly because, you know, well, if I'm not perfect or I don't, if I don't have it all together, then why would someone trust me? But I realized that in doing that, I wasn't really being authentic. And so I wasn't really able to connect with you guys because I was, wasn't really sharing like where I was at in my love life or like it wasn't making personal. It felt like I just had to keep it strictly business. Um, and I also felt like I was kind of like, you know, even though I was a coach, I felt like I needed to be super like, I don't know, like serious mode. And so I felt like I wasn't really sharing more of my, you know, hot takes of personal opinions. But instead I was, you know, kind of you know, just keeping things very, like, to the book, and, like, oh, well, this theory says this, and instead of, like, infusing my own opinion with things and whatnot, and so, um, so where I'm at today is, yeah, as a coach, I kind of want to just have, like, a fresh start, like, online and with my content and just really share with you guys more and really just build this community, um, this sisterhood of women who are looking to heal trauma and connect with their feminine energy and experience the healthy, amazing, juicy relationship with the masculine energy man that they want, and so if that's you, then, continue to follow along um because this podcast we're gonna get we're gonna dive so much into it and also share this podcast with um a friend a girlfriend a sister somebody you know that could really um benefit from this podcast i would love if you shared it with them and i will have a link below where you can um insert your questions into like a google form and i'm just going to compile a list so that i can go back and answer those questions when i do q a's and there's just going to be a list that accumulates over time and so i'd love if you filled that out um and i also you know, this will be later in the future. I want to start doing like live coaching on my uh, podcast. So it's a way for you to get free coaching and then people who listen can benefit. And so I also have a link um, below where you can apply for that. Um, and so what will happen is that you fill out the form and then I'll email you. And when spots are available for coaching, you can sign up for a spot and then we will hop on a Zoom call and that will be that. And so it'll be you telling me, your, you know, your situation in your dating life or your love life, what's going on what you're experiencing and I'll coach you through it. So that can look like doing like an inner child exercise. I'm talking about feminine energy and really just understanding what's really going on in your love life. Because a lot of times the issues we're facing in our love life, unhealthy patterns, they normally have a deeper root, right? Usually there's some type of unresolved trauma there or limiting belief or something that 
needs healing around that area, right? It's usually not like, like, yes, you can learn like, oh, how to text a guy and all these surface level things. But if you don't do the inner work, then all that's going to mean nothing. You know, like, what's the point of getting, okay, you got all these texts to make this jerk like you, but we need to heal why you're attracted to this type of guy who's not good for you to begin with, you know? And so we'll kind of do coaching of things like that. And so, yeah, I think I'm going to end it here. Um, I feel like that was kind of a lot, but hopefully um, you guys have a little bit more about me and my background and, you know, how I got here. And obviously, as I, you know, make more episodes, you'll hear more about my story. And, you know, I just, but I, in this first episode, I just want you to get to know me a little bit and kind of know my background and know that I've, you know, been where you are, no matter where you are in your love life, you know, whether you're single and just really feeling insecure or you are in a relationship, but it's really toxic, or you keep attracting the same type of man, or you're in a relationship and you have, you know, really bad communication and you don't know how to shift, or you want to start embodying more of your feminine energy in your relationships and you want to stop leading and stop having to be in control and you want to, you know, be pursued and be led, etc. No matter where you are, you're welcome here. And I'm so excited for us to learn and grow together and for us to really radiate our feminine energy and be the woman that God has created us to be. And so I'm going to leave it here. Um, thank you for tuning into this first episode. I love you so much. And if you enjoyed this episode, you can share it on your stories, on your Instagram stories and tag me, ericasimone underscore. I would love to connect with you and see who's listening and chat with you in the DMs and all the things. And so thanks again for being here and I'll chat with you in the next episode. Okay. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Magnetic Feminine Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love if you followed along, left a rating and review, and post a screenshot of you tuning into your Instagram stories and tagging me at Erica Simone underscore. Thank you so much for being here and I'm excited to chat with you in the next episode.